Good morning and welcome to Thursday morning, March the 10th in 2022 on When I Rise. Today we're in your seat, the second Sunday of Lent, and on the Thursday of the week, we'd like to take a look at the New Testament letter passage from this week in the Revised Common Lectionary for this week in the church calendar year. And so we find ourselves out of the book of 2 Corinthians like last week. We're going to be in the book of Philippians, Philippians chapter 3, verse 17, all the way to chapter 4, verse 1. So let me read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Philippians chapter 3, verse 17 to chapter 4, verse 1. Be imitators of me, brothers and sisters, and watch carefully those who are living this way, just as you have, have us as an example. For many live about whom I have often told you, and now with tears I tell you that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction, their God is the belly, they exult in their shame, and they think about earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven, and we also eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform these humble bodies of ours into the likeness of His glorious body by means of that power by which He's able to subject all things to Himself. So then, my brothers and sisters, dear friends whom I long to see, my joy and crown, stand in the Lord in this way, my dear friends. This is the word of God for us. So there's a couple of really critical things to pick up here in this passage for our prayer time this morning. First one is this idea of imitation. I love how Paul says in 3.17, Be imitators of me and watch carefully those who are living this way, just as you have us as an example. The fact of the matter is, is that Christianity is a corporate religion. It's not one that we can really thrive in all alone in, in solitude. It's something that we have a community in order to practice, in order to grow. That's why the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5, another place where Paul writes and preaches, all those nine fruit of the Spirit, are they have to be done in community. You can't do any of those in isolation. And so um, this faith is passed on, and it's not just passed on through lecture and through teaching, but it's actually passed on through imitation. Perhaps the main way of discipleship for the first several hundred years of the church, and even to today, probably the most effective means of growing in our faith is to mimic others who have a deep, profound walk with God. Uh, we imitate as we, we learn through imitation. That's how we learned about language, as we learned how, how we learned about customs and about the, about a hundred things that you and I do on autopilot every single day. We learn them not because we sat in a lecture hall and there was like a PowerPoint or something like that. We actually learned it because we watched other people live and we watched other people speak and we watched other people enact different social mores and different contexts and rooms and places where we've gone. It's the same way in the Christian life too. How can we learn patience? Well, we can read every book on patience, but isn't it better to like actually find somebody who's enacted great patience in their life and to learn the way in which they did it, right? Um, we can buy every book on prayer. It may not actually make us enjoy prayer more, actually. What makes us enjoy prayer more is to find a guide out there, someone who can give us the ins and the outs of their own prayer experience and to learn by mimicking them. Now, we need to be our own Christian. We need to be our own self. God has no grandkids, as Billy Graham once said. 
But we do like learn a lot of the initiation into the faith comes because we're in the middle of a community and we get to watch other Christians follow the same God together in community. And so it's best for us to learn through invitation. So I just love how Paul says, if you want to go further in your faith, be imitators of me, be imitators of the rest of us who led among you and be imitators of those who are further along in the faith than you are. And you will learn the different contours the Christian life. He says this interesting term here in verse 20, that we are citizens in heaven. Now, depending on what things that you can conjure up as you read that, you have a couple different messages. Some people take this passage to mean that we're not really citizens here on earth, but we're going to be citizens in a different space called heaven. Um, But leaning upon good New Testament scholarship, we can see that something else is going on here. Uh, I love the way that N.T. Wright puts it. He begins to go longhand on this, but he says, you know, Philippi was this really remote colony in the Roman world. It's a place where the old war heroes would go to retire. They would give them a villa and they would put them a long way from Rome so that if they ever got violent ideas, they could see them coming from a long way before they arrived at the capital city in Rome. And so how does one uh, impress upon these retired war heroes that they're still under Caesar's reign? Well, they would put little statues of Caesar all around, and every now and again, Caesar would go to these remote places, and he would do what they call a triumph. Uh, They would have everyone in the city go outside the city gates where Caesar was, and they would usher him in through the streets, and they would celebrate him in all these unique and special ways, so as to impress upon the people that even though they're a far away away spatially, they're still included in the great Roman Empire. I think that same language is here, and this is what N.T. Wright pressed upon us is that we are actually citizens of heaven now. Heaven is God's space, and uh, earth is human space, as we see like in a place like Psalm um, Psalm 115, verse 16, the highest heavens belong to God, the earth he's given to the hands of people. But yet, in some strange way, with Jesus being raised from the dead, and Jesus being Lord of the world now, which is that the heart of the gospel of Christ, that heaven is breaking out all around us, that we can be citizens of heaven today. Uh, through the way that we act, the values that we have, the, the way in which we are emboldened to make change in the world. It proves that we're actually as citizens in heaven quite now, just like the Philippians would have always suggested that even though they're a long way spatially from the city of Rome, they are still Roman citizens, a part of this great Roman empire. So that's the same way as well. And so Paul says, whatever you do and think and how you imitate others around you, it does somehow prove it gives a fruitfulness uh, that you are part of the citizenship of heaven right now, not just in the days to come. So he closes with this admonition. So then, my brothers and sisters, dear friends, whom I long to see my joy and crown stand in the Lord in this way, my dear friends. He says this is a hard thing to try to manage, to be citizens of heaven while you're in the middle of the earth. But with the grace that God gives us as we imitate those faithful guides all around us, we live deeper and deeper into the kingdom reality. So with that in mind, let's spend some time praying to our God this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I thank you that today you give us the gift of the church, people that we can come alongside and learn from, and then we can turn around and there's people who can learn from us and from our experience and the things that we've gleaned along the way in our journey with you. And so we thank you that you've situated us within a redemptive community, 
I pray that as we see it as a gift, that we would seek to encourage one another, to build one another up, and to gather together and to implore one another to follow Jesus. And so, God, give us the spirit to do so. God, we also thank you that you've overlapped the worlds, the world that is to come along with this current one, and that we can live into the kingdom today. So I pray that you might show us in a hundred different ways how we can be kingdom people today. And I pray that as we do so, we would alert others who may not be aware of the kingdom, that they would see the goodness that's in the midst of the kingdom and seek it themselves. And so God be with us today, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.